It's Saturday. It's a holiday Saturday, but it's a shopping Saturday. Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Let's talk about your money. Ray Merriman and the MMACycles.com newsletter. And we are going to read for today for uh, a kind of an abbreviated, obviously, with the holiday. But boy, I've been spending some time with the 2023 forecast book, turning it into an audio book. And all that's in there is just the mundane part, not the financial part, just the overview part of next year from an astrological perspective. It is amazing. I'm talking incredible. Really, it's a look at 2023 to 2026, more so than just next year, because all of the outer planets change signs during that period. So it really is a three-for-one book, and it will be out in mid to late December. I will let you know when it comes out. Let's jump in, though, to this week's newsletter. Opening quote is, Investor psychology, remaining optimistic, is driving the rally in this market, said Eugene Profit, CEO of Profit Investments, on Tuesday's CNBC Closing Bell Overtime. And this from Judy Shelton in an article written by Allison Schrager on Bloomberg News on November 22nd. Quoting, it is now clear that QE was a colossal mistake. Amen. End quote. (laughs) The amen was outside the end quotes. It was a holiday week in the United States, but the Dow Jones Industrial Average continued to rally to new month highs, even exceeding its previous primary high of 34,282 back on August 16th. This fits the expected pattern of several Jupiter transits that were in effect November 15th through 23rd. The S&P and NASDAQ also had decent rallies last week, but neither was able to take out their highs of the prior week and remain well below their previous primary cycle crests of mid-August. It's shaping up to be a case of intermarket bearish divergence in a two-star geocosmic critical reversal zone if the latter two indices cannot exceed their highs of November 15th. Similar divergences were noted in other world stock indices. In Europe, the German DAX rallied to its highest level since early June. However, the Zurich SMI, the Netherlands AEX, and the London's FTSE are still below their highs of August. In Asia and the Pacific Rim, India's Nifty was the leader, soaring to 18,534 on Friday, very close to its all-time high of 18,604 recorded on August 19, 2021. The Australian ASX was strong too, rising to 7,457 on Friday, which exceeded its previous cycle high in August. But that was not the case in Japan, where the Nikkei's rally fell short of its August 17th high. And neither the Shanghai Composite nor the Hang Seng could take out their highs of the previous week. China continues to lag other world indices in its ongoing fight to control COVID via lockdowns. The fight is taking a toll on their economy and, by extension, causing economic concerns for other nations of the world as well. Now, crypto. The FTX crypto exchange collapse and possible scandal continue to weigh heavily on the crypto universe. Its founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, born March 6, 1992, is under one of our classic bankruptcy transits, Uranus in hard aspect to Venus or Jupiter or the ruler of the second house. 
It's even more pronounced because transiting Saturn is also involved, conjoining his natal Saturn. Now, this doesn't mean everyone with this transit goes bankrupt, but it does indicate a period where one has to make sure their financial outlays don't exceed revenues and income, or it could get very painful. In any event, as this crypto crisis continues, Bitcoin dropped to a new two-year low of 15479 last week, but Ethereum held above its low of 1071 made on November 10th. Both are holding these support zones, but they can't seem to get a lift above resistance areas yet. Crude oil had a nice run after last week's column when it jumped to 82.30 on Tuesday, November 22nd, following Monday's near-yearly low of 75.27. However, by Friday, it was back down to 76.28 on the close. Gold and silver remained below their highs of November 15th, but gold was interesting because it fell from a high of 1791.80 on November 15th to a low of 1719 on November 22nd, right into support levels given in the MMA reports, and then rallied back to 1761 the next day on Friday's high. Once again, the abundance of Jupiter signatures proved to be most bullish for stocks, but not so good for precious metals. The presence of Jupiter will now fade into the background as new geocosmic signatures get ready for an interesting December. And now we switch sections to the short-term geocosmics and longer-term thoughts. Here's a quote to start this section from Winston Churchill. We contend that for a nation to try to tax itself into prosperity is like a man standing in a bucket and trying to lift himself up by the handle. That's Winston Churchill as quoted by Andy Kessler in The Cure, Cut Taxes and Spending in the Wall Street Journal, November 7, 2022. The favorable Jupiter signatures are over, but there is still plenty of Sagittarian energy under this market for a while, and Sagittarius is the sign that Jupiter rules. The Sun, Mercury, and Venus are all there through the first week of December and could continue to keep equity prices elevated. However, one needs to be aware that Jupiter is giving way to Neptune as the planetary leader of the collective psychology through the first half of December. Neptune is a lot like Jupiter and both co-rule crude oil, but they have major differences too. Whereas Jupiter can be boastful and loud as it makes its presence and importance known to all, Neptune prefers to hide in the shadows and give glimpses of nirvana or idyllic thoughts. Neither is very rational and both are given to moods of euphoria. But Neptune is like a stealth activity, even deceptive, and often gives intentional misdirection to avoid being recognized, whereas Jupiter is bold and right in your face. Starting on December 1st and lasting until December 15th, the Sun, Venus, Mars, and Neptune will be dancing to a mutable T-square with one another. It's like looking for love and fortune in all the wrong places. And yet, financial markets, especially the stock indices, may be prone to a bout of irrational exuberance on the hopes that things are better than they really are. It's an excellent period to hype something you want people to believe, even though that thing is not ready for prime-time exposure. It's a favorable marketing period, 
but best to avoid promises of false information that lead people to believe in something that cannot or will not be delivered. It starts with Venus in opposition to retrograde Mars on Thursday, December 1st. Attraction and desire are strong. But then, on the weekend of December 3rd and 4th, Neptune turns direct and Venus squares it. Now it gets irrational, like an infatuation. The following week, December 8th and then 14, the fiery sun gets involved, first in its opposition to the fiery retrograde Mars, and then it squares the watery Neptune. It's a lot of steam and a lot of rumors, but no facts. Still, it can correspond to sharp price movements in financial markets, especially within four trading days of December 2nd through the 5th, the weekend, and again at the end on December 14th. With Neptune, you might think it will be peaceful and calm, but it won't, because the Sun and Mars are not interested in peace and calm. They want attention, and with Neptune, they might make something up that becomes the rumor that enchants the market to dip and swoon and then try to recover. The energy sector, and particularly crude oil, is again highlighted, just as it was during November 15th through the 23rd. Maybe Trader Joe gets his $67 to $72 crude oil trade-off that he proudly announced to the world was his strategy for buying back the reserves of the nation that he sold to drive prices down. Then again, with Neptune prominent, maybe he misses getting his wish if he's not paying attention. Neptune is notorious for promises, hopes, and wishes that aren't quite realized, often due to inattention or forgetfulness. It's like something's not quite right, but you can't put your finger on just what it is or isn't. We can hope he has his price alert on and doesn't miss the train or the trade before it leaves the station. So my message to everyone for the first two weeks of December is enjoy yourself, maybe even allow yourself to get a crush on someone, but understand that it's probably not love or the real thing. And note that the first two weeks of December may be leading up to a real awakening as we approach December 23rd. That's when the third and final semi-square between Jupiter and Uranus takes place. If the markets are rising, Neptune and Sagittarius, then be careful. For the prior two times this Jupiter-Uranus semi-square unfolded, which were May 11th and September 28th, it resulted in a sharp sell-off and a low into and a little beyond that aspect. The investor mood is euphoric right now. It may not be quite so exuberant by December 23rd if this aspect repeats the pattern of its first two passes. It's like the dreams and romantic illusions of Neptune just got a rude awakening. Things are not what they appear to be, and you can't believe anything you read, hear, or see. But you can believe in yourself and those you know to be trustworthy. The others, not so much. It's the holiday season, so enjoy those you love. But know that with Neptune highlighted, it is also the season of scam artists and contagions. So don't be a victim. Be alert, be safe, and take good care of your health. And that's the newsletter for this week. 
I've got to say, that just about sets the stage for December as well as you could. Whether you're into the financial piece or not, you can apply all of that to your own life. And, of course, we'll be following that on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Now, I got Ray's permission to do a section of the audiobook, and I'll play that for you one of the days this week. But basically, it's very optimistic. It talks about the potential shift that could take place for all of mankind if <laughs> if we don't self-destruct along the way. It really well, in about two and a half minutes, encapsulates what the next three to five years are going to be about. So the book is amazing. I can't wait to tell you more about it. Ray has agreed we're going to have a podcast interview, so you'll get to hear from him. And we'll have that out in Nary just a few weeks, hopefully. All right, so the sales are hot, and I know you are busy. So back to the shopping. <laughs> we'll see you on Monday. Have a great one. Send you love. Love.